What up, what up, what up? It's your hero, Super Tim. Got a special guest in the building right here on Super Radio on SuperRadioDMV.com. It's Howard University men's basketball coach, Mr. Kenny Blakeney. What's the deal, Mr. Blakeney? What's going on, Tim? How you doing, man? I hope you everything's well with you and yours. Everything is good over here. Keeping it chill, keeping it safe, keeping it masked up and hands washed and all that good stuff. Um, how you got? What's going on over here with you? Everything's staying good with you? Well, everything's good, man. You know, unfortunately, uh, you know, it's a challenging opportunity in our, our, our nation's history right now. And uh, so, you know, like you, trying to uh, stay out the way, keep the hands washed, uh, you know, remain kind of very diligent with uh, social distancing and those kind of things. And, uh, you know, just trying to make sure that uh, my family and our players uh, are good and, uh, you know, moving towards a new I guess the new normal. That's what's up. So you are the men's basketball coach at Howard. This was, you just completed your first season um, as men's head basketball coach. What brought you to Howard University and decided to coach the Bison? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Tim. I, I think, you know, the, the thing that I really uh, understood when, when, when this whole process was going on is that uh, a couple things. One, that the brand Howard is you know, one of those brands that's like a McDonald's, like a Coke, like a a, a Harvard. It, it's one of those brands that, you know, when you see it, when you hear it, you know what it stands for. Um, and and that was something that really, really drew me. And, and quite honestly, the other thing that really drew me was that uh, the program has never had success. Uh, or, and when I say success, there's been pockets of years of success, but it hasn't been consistent and sustainable. Um, and I, I really thought that, you know, in a situation like this, if you have an opportunity to build something almost from the ground up, would be really challenging, but also, I think, would be really rewarding. Yep. Most of the, when you think about basketball, you think about sports in general, you always think about the successful programs or franchises where they started from nothing and then built up into this powerhouse or this dynasty. You think about the Buffalo Bills, you think about Coach K and Duke and think about where they were before that coach came in and look at where they are now and contribute that success solely to that one person. Um, To be that one person, it has to be um, something that every coach looks forward to. Yeah, no doubt. I I think having a chance to kind of, you know, it's almost like if, if you could... If you could buy, you know, Google or Amazon or, you know, one of those uh, marquee stocks, uh, you know, when it's on the ground floor, uh, when it's a startup. Um, and that's how I kind of see us a little bit as a startup, you know. And there's, there's that's the chance to get from being a startup to a champion. And, uh, you know, uh, those are the things that we're working on diligently right now. Uh, is to try to close that gap from being a starter for a champion. Yes, I'm here on Super 10. We're on Super Radio. We got Coach Kenny Blakeney from Howard University. He's going to be here for a while, so don't worry. We're going to come back. We're going to get into some jams and we'll come back and talk more with the coach of the HU men's basketball team, Mr. Kenny Blakeney. I'm here on Super 10. This is Super Radio right on SuperRadioDMV.com. Give me the best DMV, hip-hop, R&B, and go-go. Mixed in with the best mainstream music from across the globe. We got Kenny Blakeney in the building, Howard University men's basketball coach, chit-chatting about the HU basketball team. Um, you said you, we were speaking on how uh, you wanted to build the program from the ground up. And like we spoke about before, Howard University has not had 
a stellar history as it relates to success on the men's basketball side. How do you plan on changing that? Um, the first season wasn't all that successful. It was a rough season. Um, how do you plan on turning it around and um, making Howard University of Basketball a name locally, nationally? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think one of the things that we we use we do is we we, we utilize the brand, right? We talk about the brand and how it really resonates. Um, it has uh, uh, the cachet with it that people really know what Howard Hayes stands for. And when people kind of dig into that a little bit further and understand that we are one of the top 100 schools in the country, um, our academic credentials. Um, I think our alums um, and what they've accomplished, the history and the tradition of the university, that we're a very attractive um, option for student athletes. Um, you know, we have kids that we have to get, you know, we have our kids have to have to, you know, have a 3 0 and a thousand uh, on their SAT. So we have a little bit of a um, not going to say it's a hurdle to overcome because there's a lot of kids out here, young men that are incredible students, but also incredible basketball players. And it's our job as a staff to kind of go out and identify those players um, that will fit in at Howard, that will, I think, thrive at Howard and have success at Howard as a student and also as an athlete. You got a very young squad. Um, last season, by my calculation, had 11 sophomores and freshmen last year. And you got nine newcomers. Every newcomer is not a um, freshman incoming. Talk to, talk to me about some of these new transfers. We got Sam Green from Drexel. Um, who else we got? Isaac Suffren from uh, Lafayette. And we have Devin Richmond uh, from Howard Community College. Because how does... And- was it important yeah, to get I, those um, like transfers and those junior college transfers to kind of help um, offset the inexperience? Yeah, that, that's a great point. And, and certainly it was. And there, there needed to be a balance, I think, that was a little bit more in uh, from our, our senior class of Zion, Kyle Foster, and Nate Garvey. Um, those guys are coming back. And, um, you know, we had several guys leave the program. So, we needed to fill, I think, a void that we had in, uh, with our classes. And, you know, to have Isaac as an incoming junior, potentially a sophomore, um, and also Devin Richmond to come in as a junior just gives us a little bit more uh, maturity, I think, with our club. Um, you know, besides that, I think, you know, one of the things that those guys also bring with Sam. Uh, Isaac and, and Devin, they, they bring some incredible, uh, like, backgrounds. They're, they're, you know, two of the three are DMV guys. Uh, Sam is a McNamara Mayor, uh, graduate uh, and played his, his uh, you know, AAU basketball and grassroots basketball for Team Soul. Uh, and Devin Richmond is a massive uh, young man. And, uh, you know, um, PG County and, uh, you know, has seen it. Um, at, at, at a uh, very high level against really good competition. So it was really important, I thought, that we addressed some of the things that I felt we didn't have in the program last year. 
um, you know, you talked about our, our recruits and uh, having having nine guys right now come in, six scholarship guys, three walk-ons. Um, so we're really excited about our freshman class. We have Thomas Weaver from Riverdale Baptist. Um, you know, he's a 5'10 point guard. He's got great IQ, high character. He's a guy that can make a shine. Um, he's a winner. He's competitive, but he also has incredible basketball IQ, uh, pedigree. Excuse me. His dad is a uh, is one of the general managers of the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, and he, you know, BMV guy. So, um, you know, Christian Johnson. He's a six-seven wing. Um, you know, Tim, you you're you're a, a go-go historian, so you may know his dad, white boy from where Essex. Yeah, white boy was at the game at the go-go night last last year. Yes, yes. So that's the white boy, son, Christian Johnson. He's a high character young man, big time athlete. He can be an elite defender and uh, a guy that has some versatility to him. Um, and you know, for us, I think. You know, his best basketball is going to be down the line. Um, he's got a 7-2 or 7-4 wingspan. So, you know, uh, his brother DeAndre grew uh, when he was Christian made from 6-7 to 6-11. Wow. And we think Christian may have the same kind of growth spurt. So we're excited about him. He'll be a freshman from Round Brown High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a county D.C. young man. So, um, you know, Spence uh, great character. He's got a great feel. He's an IQ kid. He's got some toughness. Got some length. Um, he's really competitive. And, uh, somebody that can help us. He's a little bit like a Swiss Army knife. He can do a lot of different things. A long arm kid. So, you know, his versatility will really help us a whole lot. So, you know, with those guys, for the high school guys, um, you know, we're really, really happy that we have a mayor um, who's 6'9. He's originally from Iran and plays on the Iranian national team. Uh, he's been up in Canada for the last couple of years. He's a young man that has uh, scholarship offers from Creighton, Texas uh, A&M, and a couple of other Power Five high major schools. And, uh, you know, felt that Howard was the right fit for him. Uh, he's a big body kid, but really personal. He can play on the perimeter. He can play on the post. He's very skilled and has a high IQ. Um, so we love him. And then we got Rod. Uh, we call him Ra Ra, Raheem Ali from uh, Holly High School in Baltimore. He's a three time state champion. They would have an opportunity to win the sports this year, uh, but COVID uh, shortened their season. Um, he's a guy that is a proven winner, uh, a leader, uh, a guy that's not afraid of that, the heat or the spotlight. Um, you know, and he's a guy that can really, I think, um, bring a spirit to our program uh, that I really need as a coach. Um, so we're really excited about these guys. And, and, and our last one is Jordan Wood. Jordan is a 6'10". Uh, he can play the two, he can play the three, he can play the four. And, you know, in some situations, he probably can play the one. Um, but he is a 6'10", kind of like hybrid coach, perimeter kind of player. Um, really high basketball IQ, can shoot it, can pass it. Um, pretty good athlete, uh, especially for his size. His body's still developing, um, but he's a hardworking kid and somebody we're really excited to have in our program. So, you know, those are the guys along with our transfers uh, in that freshman class that we're bringing in. 
That's what's up. Hero Super Sam and Super Radio. We got Kenny Blake on the line, Howard University's men's head basketball coach. We're going to get into some more music. We're going to get back to more with Kenny Blakely right after this. I'm your host, Super Tim. You are listening to Super Radio. We got special guests in the building. Howard University men's head basketball coach, Mr. Kenny Blakeney. So tell me a little bit about your history, um, behind the scenes, uh, your history as a basketball coach before you got here to Howard University. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm from Washington, D.C. Uh, I grew up in, you know, we call it uptown. Uh, you know, overall, Fort Missouri. Um, so, you know, my, my first kind of... Uh, I guess taste of athletics and competition and sports uh, started with the Metropolitan Police Boys and Girls Club of Washington, D.C. I played over at number eight uh, boys club and then the local recreation centers in my community were Rudolph Recreation and were Boat Rec. Uh, I would venture up to Tacoma and Fort Stevens also that was uh, in my neighborhood, but that was kind of the first, I guess, taste that I've got uh, playing organized sports. Um, you know, from there, I uh, went to the Massa Catholic High School, uh, where I played for Coach Morgan Wooten. Um, was on the scholarship there for three years, and was very fortunate and lucky to to, uh, to play for Coach. Coach was one of those guys that was just a um, saint of a man. Uh, didn't curse, didn't swear, didn't talk loud. Um, made his point uh, very clear and direct. Uh, in the way to communicate and coach. And, uh, you know, that was perfect for me. Um, and it really helped, I think, my growth and development as a, as a man and also as a player uh, and student. And uh, so after my, my, my after graduation from Massa, um, I went to the university um, where I was very lucky and fortunate enough to be a part of their uh, first two national championships, uh, the 1991 championship and the 1992 championship. We were, I think, one of the first teams or the first team to, to win back-to-back championships in pop, probably 30 years. Uh, so that was a uh, great time, you know, spending time with, uh, there with Coach Kane and uh, being a part of that program, having an opportunity to uh, to graduate from there and uh, was amazing. You know, I signed a deal to go play uh, overseas, and my body was just opening up that um, I just physically felt that I couldn't move the way that I needed to be able to move to play the way I needed to play as a professional. Um, so I got into coaching. I started working for um, a guy that's very uh, near and dear to a lot of people in the, the DMD, Coach Lefty Drizell. Um, and, and that was uh, a great experience. So Chazelle kind of helped me, um, you know, get into the business and then showed me um, by allowing me to kind of be very hands-on with everything that the program had to offer. So um, I took that job as a restricted earnings coach. And Tim, in those days, a restricted earnings coach could only earn a certain amount of money. So I earned $3,000 for the year. I would go to the school cafeteria for lunch. Uh, I got a meal card with my salary, so I would go to the go to the the university staff uh, for lunch and dinner and all those different things. And uh, you know, it was a great year for me to kind of get uh, get my feet wet in the business. From there, I went to LaSalle University. I was there for a year with Speedy Morris. Uh, after LaSalle, I was at the University of Illinois for two with 
Mike Gray and David Anderson, both of those guys have uh, good ties and coach Mike Gray uh, with some DMV DeMatha ties. Um, I had stops, a quick stop at St. Bonaventure, a quick stop at Marshall. Uh, then I spent four years with Tommy Amaker, another DMV guy that got the head coach at Harvard. And uh, we took Harvard from being our first year at 8 and 22, last second year being 14 and 14, third year winning 22 games to in four years. We would want a total of 24 games in, in, the, in the season. It was a record season with the most wins, most home wins, and a lot of those different things that go on with having, um, you know, having a successful season. Um, I started a, a business uh, while I was at Harvard, and with that business, it allowed me to get out of coaching. Uh, so um, I got out of coaching, got married, uh, moved to New York City, ran a business, and, uh, you know, under Armour came and asked me if I would help them with their grassroots marketing core uh, portion of their, their basketball division. Uh, so I spent four years as a consultant uh, at Under Armour and, uh, you know, being around so much basketball as I was at Under Armour, it gave me the itch to want pursue to get back in coaching. Um, you know, I had a chance to evaluate probably, you know, 2,000 kids a year uh, at Under Armour, um, being at pro, uh, high school, or college young men. Um, so, you know, doing that work, staying active in the game, seeing and watching a lot of games, uh, just kind of recharged me a little bit to wanting to get back into coaching. So uh, while I was in New York, I took a volunteer job at Columbia University and uh was there and then you know the next thing i'm the i'm the head coach at, at howard university you know, so you got a long career many stops much experience i gotta be it has to be from a basketball knowledge standpoint it has to be a privilege to play under and, and coach under so many great people from morgan wooten to Fletcher Giselle to Coach K. Uh, so I'm assuming that you know a lot to be here at Howard and turn, <laughs> and turn things around um, and make us a winner. We'll take one more break and we're going to be back with more of Coach Kenny Blakeney right out of some more jams. Now, what's up? It's your hero, Super Tim. We, you are listening to Super Radio right here on superradiodmv.com. Got special guest, Howard University men's basketball coach Kenny Blakeney. Blakeney in the building. I'm trying to turn this HU basketball thing around. Um, got a very young team. You're replacing one of the best players of all time. One of the best players, not only of all time at Howard University, but of the MEAC Conference in general, Mr. Charles C.J. Williams. Is that going to be a tall task? I'm trying to replace Charles. It's going to be a huge task. Um, you know, he was a guy um, that I wish I had a longer opportunity to coach. Um, I really enjoyed spending time with CJ and my time uh, being around him. He is a, uh, for those that don't know him, he is uh, he is that guy that, for, for guys that are, you know, he's that guy that's like your little brother. Um, and he always has a great spirit, always has uh, jokes, always has, uh, you know, he's just a guy that you, you would want to be around. And, uh, you know, losing him this year, he uh, the all-time league scorer of the MEAC, uh, obviously, the all-time leading scorer at Harvard. 
um, you know, it's going to be tough. And uh, it's not going to be one kind of responsibility to try to pick up the pieces and the scoring or the things that CJ brought to the table. It's going to have to be um, our team collectively uh, doing that. So, you know, it, it's going to be a huge task. And, and I, don't want, I don't want a guy to try to step up and be CJ. I want, uh, you know, if a guy like Wayne Bristol Jr., who's going to be a sophomore, uh, I, I want him to be Wayne, and I want uh, you know Khalil Robinson to be Khalil. And I, I want these guys that you know as they're as they're kind of carving their own path um, with you know the years that they finish. So going from freshman year to sophomore year to junior year to senior year, I just want those guys to continue to get better. I don't want a guy that that feels like okay, since CJ isn't here, there's going to be more shots and opportunity for us. We we have to take the right shots. We have to make the right plays. We have to make uh, those things so uh, so we can be efficient and uh, and play the style of basketball that's going to give us the best chance to win. So, so he is from Richmond. Um, out of your recruiting class, you have four that's from the DMV um, to, to add to your roster of a couple players that's from the DMV. How important is it? For you to recruit locally, Wayne Bristol Jr. is from Upper Marlboro. Um, is there a couple of your um, new recruits, transfers, or uh, from the DMV area? Again, how important is it for you to recruit the DMV? We just had Showtime just put out a um, documentary called Basketball County, talking about the greatness of basketball right across the border in PG County. We got a lot right here, whether it's PG County or in District of Columbia. Um, I remember a guy who I grew up with, a guy who was, a, to me, a Howard University legend. Um, his name was Melvin Watson. Unfortunately, he's not here with us anymore. Right from Potomac High School, Temple Hills, Merlin. Um, I always believed that athletics in D.C. was one of the best in the world that got overlooked, um, even locally. Um, we have the limb biases and things of that nature. Um, in basketball and football, we got people like Vernon Davis that played at Merlin, but I don't think the DMV, especially DC, gets enough recognition, um, even locally from the colleges. How can you change that, and is that something that you want to change? Um, no, it, it's, yeah, that's that's a great question, and, and, and thank you for asking that. It, it's something when I got hired, and as I was going through the interview process last year with uh, with Mr. Kerry Davis and Dr. Wayne Frederick, um, it was something that I, I really wanted to uh, kind of. Um, push for because when I you know one of the things I understand is this like there's no secret why there's more Division One basketball players from the DMV than anybody else any other place in the country over the last 15 years there's, there's no no secret why there's uh, more NBA players from the DMV in the last 15 years than any other city or area in the country um, it's because we have great coaches, we have great leagues, and we have great competition. Um, and even grassroots guys with the AAU programs and uh, their things that they do from, you know, all the different teams and shoe companies, they, they do a wonderful job. So um, when I got the job, we had one guy from D.C., from the DMV, on, on the roster at, at that point in time, and that was Zion Cousins. Um, with this year's class, we will have 10 guys from the DMV uh, on the team this year. So it, it was really important for us to really change that and, uh, and make that a point of emphasis to get guys that we thought um, 
Hill knew how to play. We know their DNA. We know their coaches. For the most part, we probably know their parents. Uh, you know, uh, uh, some of the times when you when you recruit from areas that you don't know, um, you know, the, the person's DNA, um, it, it it's not it maybe isn't the best fit. Um, so having these guys that you know, like I, I know Thomas Weaver, I know his dad. I played against his dad when his dad was at Curl. Uh, Christian Johnson, um, you know, his uncle is one of my best friends, Westsuit Bill Barnett, um, who grew up in Riggs, you know, right down the road from me. We got Cam Timmons, who's from Highland High School in Ashburn, Virginia. We got Steve Settles, um, who's from Damasa. Um, we got Wayne Bristol, who finished his high school at, 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 at Riverdale Baptist. Um, you know, so you got, you know, you got so many guys, Amir from Baltimore, Raheem from Baltimore. Um, you know, so we have so many guys that have local DMV ties, but we can kind of trace their DNA back to a lot of basketball success and very good coaching. So I assume this season, um, if things are back to normal by basketball time, yeah, that's what we're hoping. We're hoping. We we don't know kind of uh, what's going to happen, Tim. We're 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 preparing for you know we're preparing for a couple different things. You know, like we're preparing for a normal season, uh, but we have to see what you know are going to be one. Uh, you know, how Dr. Frederick is going to uh, move forward with um, opening school. Will there be a gap? Uh, period during the flu uh, season that we we are not on campus. Um, this is going to be a new kind of uh, you know a new kind of in a different uh, you know look for us this season. So we're our guys are ready to rock and roll. I think that you know obviously safety first. They've been at home uh, doing everything they can do safely at home. Uh, some of the guys went and bought, you know, the little huffy backboard rims and things like that, and they can throw them up in their backyard or in the front yard and try to get some free throws or some shots up. So um, I really like this group, and I think this group uh, will represent Howard in a way that um, Howard, our university community, will be very proud of. Yeah, so, so we can get a hee haw competition going on too, right? I don't know who, <laughs> these junkies do. They don't even know about. They don't know about that. He, uh, hey, they gotta do a beat your feet competition. We have anybody that can come and show the Howard University students how to beat your feet. We had some old guys from the beat ninety seven point three FM to somewhat do it. I don't know what they call themselves doing, but maybe we get some of these DMV basketball players to teach the, the Howard University fans and band how to beat your feet. So we may be able to get the, the band. Um, learn how to do some bounce beats so we can get a, the players to do a beach and feed competition at halftime. Hey, that would be amazing. I would love that. And I would, I would, I would sit in the stands and, 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 and be like watching that. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Maybe we can get it going during, um, was it preseason, uh, um, homecoming what you call it the pet rally preseason pet absolutely. rally absolutely 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 that'd be great i'd love that hey if i'm if i'm still wheeling around i will be there and doing my best to make sure it happens i'm gonna make sure i keep in touch i won't be i'm be there next year anyway um there's no doubt about it i already know hopefully i'll be back on the mic doing what i do best and um getting how university basketball fans upbeat and, and rocking and rolling during the games 
Um, but I know y'all gonna do y'all part to get everybody rocking and rolling and make my job that much more easier. We're gonna do our best. I think. Like I said, we're gonna put out the great content, and I think it'll be. Uh, to make all the, all the Howard alums and Howard community, the students and people who are Howard supporters and fans, very happy. Yeah, we got Mr. Coach. We have Coach Kenny Blakeney, Howard University. Real quick, give me an HU. You know. That's what's up. I'm a hero, Super Tim. Thank you one more time for spending some time with us, Coach Blakeney. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Tim. I appreciate the job you do at our games in, uh, at 97.3. Thank you so much. That's what's up. Can I get in touch with you on social media? Yes, you can get in touch with me on social media. I'm at, uh, I don't even know my social media name, man. I'm 49 years old. <laughs> well, you can find HU Bison at HU Bison. Well, HU Bison Sports um, on social media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm sure from there you can find Coach Blakeney. Um, but definitely make sure you come out next season. If we can, let's pray that we can. And if we can, make sure y'all there each and every game supporting DC, supporting black college sports. Um, supporting the homegrown talent right here in the DMV. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate spending this time with you, man. That's what's up. More music right here. Cursey Hero Super Tim. Right here on Super Radio. Super Radio DMV.com. <laughs>